Happy Friday morning to you. I hope you're hungry. We have the Barbecue HQ show on right now with Andy Griffin and Troy Paul. We talk barbecue today with the owner of the Barbecue Pit Stop, Troy Paul. The Barbecue Pit Stop is located at 300 East, just behind Napa Auto Parts, just off the boulevard. You can call the Barbecue Pit Stop at 435-429-7174. And now it's time for the show. Here's Troy Paul and Andy Griffin. Uh, good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the program today. Andy and Troy here. And uh, it's almost the weekend, Troy. And that always, to me, means that uh, it's time to smoke something, huh? Yeah, if you want to wait for the weekend, then that's fine. It's always <laughs> time to barbecue. <laughs> I was going to say, you live it. Every day, every day it's time to smoke something for you. Yeah, it's tough I, life. I usually put it off until the weekend just because I don't have enough time. But, and by the way, my compliments on the hat. You've got a Texas Longhorns hat on. I love mm-hmm. it. That's right. Grew up down there, and uh, that kind of reminds me of something that's happening two weeks from today. That's right. We're, we, we're taking a little trip, a little barbecue trip. That's a Longhorn territory. That's Absolutely. Right. Austin, Texas. We're going to catch some of the, uh, well, some of the world-famous barbecue places down there in southwest Texas. Uh, Franklin's one of those. Everybody's going, you're going to Franklin's? You're going to Franklin's? Yeah, we're, we're going to Franklin's. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of people say, well, where's the capital of the barbecue world? Uh-huh. And uh, I could easily argue that Austin is that is that capital and, and surrounding areas. You could say Lockhart too, but Kansas City is another top top choice there. There's some great North Carolina barbecue, yeah, but really Memphis. But we we like Texas. Yeah, for me, it's it's all about <laughs> Texas. So uh, you know you know that old I don't even remember the old. You're probably not old enough. The old Cinderella song. You don't know what you've got until it's gone. I grew up in Texas, but we mm-hmm. left when I was 14 years old. To me, barbecue was just what everybody did. I mean, that's, that's what you had. That's, you know, if you went out to eat, you probably went to barbecue. That's just what it was. And, and then we moved to Utah and in the eighties and I was like, where's all the barbecue places? <laughs> there weren't any there in Utah not, back yeah. then. Yeah. So I was, I was kind of like, man, I, I didn't know how good I had it. Oh yeah. I had the exact opposite experience where of course, growing up in Utah, then I moved out to Texas and it was the first time I'd ever really had real barbecue that didn't include hamburgers and hot dogs off of the grill, you know, to burn right. up in there. So all of a sudden I had a brisket. I'd never even heard of a brisket before. First wow. time until I got to Texas and and that's when my mind kind of exploded and I yeah. thought this is this is pretty awesome. Your and, life has never been the same, has it? Yeah, I came back to Utah and then had that same experience there where where is the barbecue? Yeah. And uh, and it was hard to find it for a while. We are getting better here in Utah. In fact, we're going to have a guest on in a little while to talk about uh, some Texas barbecue in Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cade Boardman from High Voltage Barbecue will join us in a few minutes. But we got some other things we want to talk about first. Um, uh, that trip, again, I, that, it's not heavy on my mind because we're going two weeks from today uh, down to Texas. Uh, and uh, we are, we're going to integrate some of what we do down there into our show in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll actually have a show two weeks from today, right before we leave, like, like what, an the hour before of, we leave. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we'll talk more about that uh, when we come up. But uh, as always, when we start the show, we'd like to talk about some of our recent smokes. Uh, have you smoked anything interesting, fun, different lately, uh, Troy? Uh, different, not necessarily, but, uh, but I have been smoking a lot of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, recently, whenever I have family in town, I had my in-laws in town. And, oh, yeah. And so you always want to want to treat people to, to some good barbecue. And so um, we did some um, ribs. I did two different types of ribs. I did 
baby back ribs, and then short ribs. Now, hold on. You're going to have to explain the difference between those two things because uh, we all think on St. Louis and baby back. We're not sure. I, I know. I personally am not sure what, what the difference is in all those. Yeah, that's a good question because really you'll find a very similar flavor. There's The biggest dif- difference in ribs, you're going to find pork ribs and beef ribs. Right. Obviously, two different animals sure. and be completely different flavor profiles. But within your pig, then you have, you know... You have a long rib cage. Yeah. <laughs> and so part of your ribs are going to be your baby back ribs. Okay. Uh, and then you have your short ribs, which are just a little bit different on how they look. The baby backs are usually a little bit more curved. And mm-hmm. I think you end up getting a little bit more meat okay. um, on each rib for the baby backs. But when you look at the short ribs or the St. Louis, another name for them, then um, they look bigger in the package. But it's basically broken up into two sections. You have your standard ribs, then your rib tips, mm. um, which is what makes it look a lot longer than your standard baby back ribs. And, okay. And when I cook those, I usually separate those, the rib tips, out from the uh, the standard part of the ribs. So you have to cut them off then? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I kind of square them off or turn it into basically a standard rectangle, which looks more like ribs. And then I cook them separately. I'll cook my oh, okay. rib tips. So you want them to be competition-looking, the the ri- actual ribs, because they're squared off. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my instinct, is to make them look <laughs> um, competition-style, and that's about how I usually cook them, too. And, and that's a whole different discussion on, on what's the difference between uh, competition and, and yeah. standard backyard. But, um, yeah, so I I square those off. And then the, what I did with the rib tips, I cooked those separately, and it's like, well, they, they look kind of weird, and it's, it's an odd shape, and it, like, how do you, what do you make with those? What I did with those is I put them into a bean um, concoction that Ooh. I had. Oh, uh, I, please tell me you're going to give us that recipe here absolutely, in a bit. Absolutely. I'll give you just the uh, quick version of that. Okay. Um, but um, we'll post um, the recipe on our Facebook page. Yeah. And Or you can always come in, and we're happy to oblige with giving you our recipes and our tips. There. And, and again, by the way, that's one of my favorite things about going in, into the barbecue pit stop is you talk, whether you're talking with Kyle or Chris or, or of course, Troy, uh, they're not just going to, hey, hey, let me sell you this. It's, it's hey, uh, what are you cooking? What, do you, what, you know, what kind of advice do you need? What, what flavor do you want it to be? Uh, how do you want it to look? I mean, there's, you know, a myriad topics there and you guys aren't afraid to just, to just dig right in and talk. Well, that's the whole point of our store, really, is yeah. to help people improve their barbecue game. I had a guy come in yesterday, he's a fireman, and he said, I'm cooking for my fire station, and I'm nervous about it. Like, <laughs> these guys are going to razz me if I oh, mess yeah, this up. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what can I do? And so we just walked through the whole thing. I don't think he even bought anything, and that's not the point. I, You know, I just wanted to help him have a better yeah. barbecue experience. So we walked through a good recipe and step by step and he's like and he left the store feeling really confident that he that's was going to awesome. go and have a good cook experience and that's that's what we want all of our customers to feel you know the funny thing about uh, when, when you cook for a lot of people and when, when we talk to kate he's really going to tell us all about that because mm-hmm. he cooks for a lot of people but uh is i i mean the whole idea when you cook something big is you cook you're cooking for a lot of people but that's also what makes you the most nervous if, if you've got you mm-hmm. know an extended family Absolutely. coming or friends coming or whatever uh, I don't know about you, but I get I get those butterflies in there. I don't want to screw it up. Yeah, I'm I'm less inventive when I'm cooking for different people. I'll yeah, I'll be yeah. inventive with me and my family, but I don't want to get outside of my comfort zone too much when I when I really want to make that that dish that is going to impress people. I want to know what's tried and proved. 
I, I want to tell you folks about almost a no-fail uh, uh, smoke, and that is smoked meatloaf. I did mm. that again this week. I've done it like three times now. I, I, I did the bacon weave wrapped ready. You don't have to do the bacon weave. That's just kind of an added bonus because I love bacon and who doesn't, right? But uh, I smoked meatloaf again, and I don't want to go into details exactly how to do it, but uh, it's, it's just limited number of seasonings. Uh, use a recipe online. I think Troy's got one that, that we're going to pu- publish on our website, and mm-hmm. and then you smoke. And the smoke is not long, maybe two to three hours, and it feeds a bunch of people. And it's cheap. I mean, you, you we're talking about you know maybe two pounds of hamburger if you have eight people, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it's unbelievable how popular that is. And I've said this before on the show, Troy, but uh, you you smoke something like that and. Instead of people saying, mm, this is good, they just simply don't say anything and they devour the heck out of it. And that's when you know you've done a good job. That's your sign right there is, you know, what people actually eat. You can talk all you want. Oh, this is good, but I'm not going to eat it. You know, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they totally did away with it. And, and again, oh, by the way, and I did hide. I remember I was telling you yesterday off the air that I, I in the corner of my fridge, I had a little Tupperware with the, the last of the uh, meatloaf. And my 29-year-old right. son is in town, and he is, uh, I love him very much, but he's a vacuum. He eats everything. <laughs> I managed to keep that hidden, and he, the, he went out to visit uh, my dad yesterday, and I got it out and ate it for dinner last night while he was gone. So I managed to save it. Well, good. I'm glad you got to, <laughs> you know, that's the, the, that's a tough part sometimes when you got people looking for good food, then uh-huh. uh, it stands uh-huh. out, but got to hide it well. So that was a fun cook for me. Uh, I, I've cooked, I smoked some other things, but that was definitely the highlight. Just because, like I said, people, when it's really good, they they don't even really say anything. They just eat. Just mm-hmm. just just get rid. Of it. It's gone. Just yeah, like the that. noises they make is a good <laughs> sign too. Yeah, mm, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah. So we got some good upcoming events too. Um, obviously, tomorrow is one that I look forward. I always circle on my calendar whenever we have high voltage barbecue and Cade come out to the store. Yeah. So he's going to come out with his food truck and his um, um, nice little smoker that he's got. You'll see it. It's not that little. Little like gigantic little. Yeah, he's got this <laughs> awesome cooker, and it's a stick burner. He puts a lot of love um, into what he does, and and it's a pleasure whenever we have him out there. But, um, yeah, we got him on, I think, on the line right now where we can bring him on and, and hopefully you, you talk. You with us, Cade? Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, there he is. Thanks for coming on, Cade. Well, uh, I, I have not been able to sample your barbecue yet because I was out of town when you were here in town last time, but I am so looking forward to tomorrow. Awesome. So are we. Yeah, we had him out um, just a few weeks ago, and it was kind of an experiment to see how it was going to do, and uh, it did pretty well, you know? I mean, what, what, how do you think the results went, Cade? It was great. Uh, we had a great time. Uh, pretty humbling you know we uh the community came out and uh you know hopefully everybody left with a full belly and and we're happy with the with the food full belly and a smile on their faces now troy was telling me you did now how many briskets last time i think we cooked 16 16 briskets that's a lot of meat sold out and then and you're doing did i hear you're doing more for tomorrow we're going to bump it up a little bit so Wow. We're going to bump it up, yeah. We're going to uh, fill this pit up and go for it, see how, see how it goes. It's supposed to be a beautiful day. So so what time are we starting? I mean, what, what, when should the line um, really begin as far as what open for business so people know? Because it, you open until sold out, right? And mm-hmm. so as soon as it's gone, it's gone. And so what time right. should people start coming? 
We're going to open at 11. Uh, last time we were here, and generally when we set up, we've got people kind of milling around about 10.30, checking the, the, the process out. The, the cooker will be going. Obviously, we'll have everything kind of pulled off by that point. But, uh, you know, come out and experience it and uh, see how the authentic barbecue goes. Now, now, Kate, do you still get nervous when events like this are happening that you don't screw anything up? Or at this point, do you have it down to a science? Uh, it's it's still nerve-wracking for sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, people come out, they work hard for their money. It's, uh, you know, it's humbling that, that people come and support us for sure. And so we want to put out the very best product we can. So, yeah, there's pressure for sure. I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Now, you're going to have, obviously, the 20 briskets. Is there other meat involved as well? Yes, we'll have uh, pulled pork, oh. pork ribs, um, barbecue pulled chicken, and tomorrow for us, we try to do a special something different uh, when we set up. Last time we did beef ribs. Tomorrow we're going to do uh, Texas style smoked turkey. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Now, now what? Uh, and I know Troy wanted to ask, so I'm going to jump ahead and, and ask it for him. But you do, generally speaking, Texas style barbecue. What what exactly does that mean? It's, uh, Texas is, is predominantly, uh, salt and pepper. Um, okay. that's, uh, I, I heard your guys' conversation earlier. I, I agree with Troy. Um, I know there's a lot of debate in the world, but, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a central Texas barbecue guy. I, right. I've been fortunate enough to, to try barbecue in almost every corner of the country. And, uh, they all have their, they all have their pros and, and it's all good. Kansas city, Memphis, the Carolinas, uh, great barbecue. But for, for me, it's central Texas, uh, good cut of meat. Let the, let the meat, you know, speak for itself. And, and that salt and pepper just kind of sets it off. Very nice. Absolutely. And so for those that don't know as well, then Cade will be joining Andy and I on our little trip out to Texas. And don't forget Todd. And, and, of course, we have yeah, <laughs> Todd, Todd. Todd Bullock, too. Yeah, and uh, don't want to forget Todd. But <laughs> it's, it's uh, uh, really excited going with a bunch of good friends, good company. Yeah. And we should have some pretty good food. But the, the type of food that I ate in Texas is really hard to duplicate. And I make some, you know, I like the barbecue that I make for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to say, and I, and I told you this, Cade, is um, I don't make brisket like you can make brisket. And, and that, I got to say, it's a big compliment. I like my brisket. I think I do a pretty good job. Um, but the, what you do on your pit and your, and your method is, is magical. And I've gone to a lot of barbecue joints here in Utah, and I got to put it on the top echelon shelf Ooh. of best barbecue in Utah. And so if you well, haven't I appreciate that. if you haven't been to Texas and had that great barbecue, then you don't want to miss Saturday um, tomorrow morning out. Um, come by and and try some of this high voltage barbecue. And I give it top th- ranks. That'll be just outside your store, right there. Uh, right outside my store. Yeah, right behind the Napa Auto Parts off of St. George Boulevard and 300 East. Yeah, Cade, uh, looking forward to that, man. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to be stressed out and working really hard, and we're going to be sitting around licking our chops and, and enjoying the fruits of your labor. Uh, i I got to ask you about barbecue sauce. Do you uh, do you serve a variety of sauce? How, how does sauce fit in with your thing, or would you rather people not put anything on your on your brisket? Uh, well, uh, on the brisket, no. Uh, you know, uh, okay. again, uh, 
we, we don't want to have a sauce delivery system, right? There's a million wonderful sauces out there. There are, yeah. Uh, we, we do have a barbecue sauce that, uh, a, a little house blend that we do, but uh, that's it. Uh, people enjoy it, too. It, it goes great with pork and chicken, and uh, but... I don't know. I, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to speak too negatively, but that's almost a sin on good brisket, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, at least in Central uh, Texas, that is uh, the way to do it. it. It's it's almost a sin. What is a sin is if somebody pulls out a bottle of ketchup. <laughs> that's a sin. That's the ketchup. Absolutely. I, I would say eat the brisket and then drink the sauce. How about that? There you go. There you go. I like that. I like that. I got one more question for you, Kay, before we let you go. Um, as a guy that's into barbecue, obviously you cook a lot and, and I'm not going to say you do a great job. What's a tip that you could give to some of our listeners? That's maybe a mistake that people often make, um, something that you can maybe share, share some of your barbecue wisdom with, with those listeners here. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say patience, especially when you're trying to tackle, uh, those bigger cuts of meat in particular a brisket. Um, I, I know when I first started this adventure and jumped in, uh, on a, on a Traeger pellet grill years ago, um, you get 10, 12 hours in and you're thinking, Oh man, it's 12 hours. It should be done. And it's, uh, you want to pull it off. You get nervous. You think it's, it's, it's going to burn and dry out uh be patient let the let the process go um and and don't crank the temperature up don't pull the meat off and and have a have a good set of tools come down and see troy uh he's he's got all the 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 things you need to take your barbecue level to the next game a a good thermometer not necessarily i mean temperature is important obviously but it, it becomes a field game uh and and you want to pull that meat when it's tender not when it's too quote-unquote temperature mm-hmm. and uh you can get that uh these guys down here can help you out and uh help you take take that barbecue game to a next level and blow people's minds awesome he's Cade boardman from uh high voltage barbecue and Cade will be again at, right at barbecue pit stop tomorrow morning uh opening at 11 you might want to get there a little early if you want to eat at 11 because you're going to have to stand in line but uh Cade, thanks so much for coming on today looking forward to meeting you tomorrow yeah, you too. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Ed. All right. Big day tomorrow. Uh, barbecue in town, and as, as uh, Troy put it, maybe the best barbecue in Utah, certainly in the upper Top, echelon. Yeah. Yep, yep. There's some so. good barbecue in Utah, mostly in recent years, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have many bites of barbecue that I like more than uh, than what Cade makes there at High Voltage. So Now, uh, you've got a, a class coming up Thursday, is that right? Yes. Yep. So I'll be teaching this class. Um, this is an intro to barbecue. We have a thousand different levels of barbecuers that come into our store. Sure. Oh yeah. From you know burning hot dogs um, <laughs> to you, you know to people like Cade that come in and the the pros that are coming in and using our stuff. And so we try to help everybody through every step of the of the game, and. Our, so our class this time, it's an intro to barbecue. It's probably um, beginner to maybe intermediate level 
of right. barbecue. And I've been twice, by the way, and I've, I've learned things both times. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, like you said, it's kind of at any level you can find something useful out of it. Yeah, we hope we hope that anybody can uh, walk away with something. And, and if nothing else, then we'll at least be making some good food That's that, right. that people get to try. <laughs> we have these classes about once a month. This class is sold out um, to capacity, um, nice. but we have upcoming classes um, May, June, and July. We have uh, a few more on on the docket there we, um, from competition style barbecue mm-hmm. to we're going to have Dixie Meats come in yeah. uh, in uh, June, and they'll be teaching a class, and we're really excited to have them. And then another intro to, to ribs class that I'll be teaching in July, so... But for now, yeah, this next Thursday, we've got our intro to barbecue class with, um, we'll be doing pork butts in that class. And there is a waiting list. So if something were to happen, if somebody canceled, there'd be a way to get you in there. But right now it is sold mm-hmm. out. But, uh, and, and the thing about it, the, uh, the food that he gives you uh, is, is uh, great because you usually get, the, what, queso and, and the pulled pork. And then uh, Troy's got uh, kind of a, a fun little wry sense of humor. If you pay attention, you can pick up on some of his, uh, some of his uh, comedy that is there. And you even have like the top-down camera, so looking at your hands and the meat as you're, as you're working with him. So it's very cool. Very cool class. Awesome. Thank so, you. Yeah. Uh, we're talking again with Troy from the Barbecue Pit Stop that's located just off the boulevard on the north side, about 300 east behind Napa Auto Parts. Uh, the the variety of stuff in this store is amazing. Um, I, I don't know. What's your square foot in that store, square footage in that store? Because it's... Oh, God, just over 4,000 square feet. 4,000 square mm-hmm. feet. Uh, he's got smokers. He's got the regular grills. He's got the, what, freeze dryers. He's got uh, the bi- even the big green egg is there, uh, plus all kinds of accessories, sauces, rubs, and then uh, uh, knives, whatever you might need to take your barbecue to the next level. I love I love your place, man. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun deal. We're uh, happy to uh, bring this to the community. It's been... Uh, you know, people come in, they say, wow, you know, this is uh, either people are buying their rubs and sauces online or they have been. And they're like, wow, I don't have to special order all my stuff anymore because we bring it all into one place or yeah. um, or for people that are familiar with it. Then this is kind of like a little barbecue paradise for those <laughs> that are just getting into it or those that, you know, like to do it every a few times a week. Then hopefully we got something for everybody. But if you want to come in um, today. Then we'll be doing another giveaway. All right. And so come on in. We'll be giving away a free barbecue rub to those that come in and mm. say the magic word of the day. Which is? The magic word today. It's, we've used it before. We're going to go with Meat Man. Meat Man. That's the song. I should be playing that right now, should I? We'll end with that. But, uh, <laughs> the, the Meat Man, of course, Jerry Lee Lewis. But, uh, man, uh, folks, if you haven't tried smoking, I encourage you. Now, if, if you're just like, you know, I just want to grill, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And these rubs and these sauces and these accessories will work for you, too. But uh, I highly recommend, if you've been thinking about it and you maybe haven't quite decided to pull the trigger, get yourself a pellet smoker or even a stick burner, as they like to call them, and, and smoke some meat. And, and the flavor, the enhancement is incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, without too much extra work, then you can have great barbecue, and that's our, that's our goal. But come on by. Trying to find that. So I know it's on here somewhere, but my oh, yeah. that, there it is. And my eyes aren't as good. Just sing it to us. Be. There you go. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll let Jerry Lee uh, Lewis do it again. The uh, meat man is our keyword of free rub. If you go into the barbecue pit stop today, 
and, uh, and talk to Troy and Kyle. Is Chris working today, this afternoon as well? I think he should be in today, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. All right. Uh, Troy, thanks for coming on today. Again, High Voltage tomorrow, opening at 11 o'clock. High Voltage Barbecue, Texas-style brisket, and other great foods. Troy, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks. Appreciate it, Annie. That's it for the show today. Thanks for listening to the BBQ HQ Show. The Andy Griffin Show is coming up next with Open Lines. Hope you'll join me then. Right now, it's time for news.